This week on Tea with Queen and Jay, you probably haven't Googled the word nuance in a while. Go do that shit and come back. Welcome back. Are you a Twitter misogynist who capitalizes off of black women and looks like a toe? Are you a black feminist who calls out everybody but her black man friends? Whoever you are, we got you. It's Tea with Queen and Jay, people. Drink up. Queen and Jay. Tea with Queen and Jay. Oh my goodness, Ron. Yo, I can't believe that we're recording and Hennessy is in the other room. For people who, if this is your first time listening, Hennessy is my dog and we yes. record in my apartment. She demands to be in the same space as we're recording and then she tap dances throughout the whole she episode. Don't she don't got time for that shit. She got yeah. her own life to live. She's yeah. a grown woman. You're right. Oh, this is the first episode where she's like, I'm going to just Do stay in this other room and, and live my best life. Yeah. And mind my, and enjoy the cool air yep. while you record in the hot room. So, and then this is the hot and room. And this is the hot room. But <laughs> this is good. This yes. is going to be an easy edit, yo, without all her tap dancing. Egg. Exactly. All right. Welcome to Tea with Queen and Jay. We, we are two, two womanist race nerds talking shit over tea, dismantling white supremacist patriarchal capitalism one episode at a time. I'm Queen. I'm Jay. And, and this, this is Tea with, with Queen and Jay. Right. Yes. Bad bitches link up. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm all right. Okay. I'm having a good a good summer. This has been an excellent summer, yo. Cool. This is how. <laughs> are Are you having a good summer? I'm having a really relaxing summer. I'm trying to not be like too busy this month because last That's month great. was a lot. Yeah. So if I don't have to go outside, I'll be like, I'm staying in the house hey. with this AC, catching up on all my shows and shit. You know exactly. That's exactly so yeah that's what i did last weekend again it all right good. i support that shit mm-hmm. that's what's up if you would like to follow the conversation being had on this podcast you can use the hashtag t with qj on twitter instagram facebook all the places we follow that hashtag we retweet your shit you can also use pod, hashtag pod in that is a now listening hashtag and it lets people who use the pod in hashtag but don't listen to t with queen and j it lets them know what you're listening to and introduces them to yes. our podcast yes 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 this episode here is a spot of t episodes and those are basically our episodes where we don't have segments we just flow and go with it let and shit it like that it's what allows us to let let it flow, let it flow, let it flow. All right. Yes. Did she open her mouth when she said? I don't think that's her thing. If y'all can see me, my mouth is not opening at the fuck all. Good news. I'm right, right. All right, Tony. Can you tell us what libations are, please? Libations right, are when right. we pour some for the answers okay, no, again. No. We have new listeners. They're not. They didn't come here for this. Libations are when we pour something. Libations are where we pour some for the homies, the people, places, and things that give us black acts joy, the ancestors, everything that needs to be joyous in this space because it makes us and our black asses happy. Is what we pull libations for. So that is libations. Jay. That's right. What are your libations? Okay, okay. What are your libations? 
Um, I have a few libations. I wanted to give libations to uh, my homie Gloria and our listener Gloria. Uh, she actually sent me a little gift. I got something in the mail. I was like, I didn't order anything. Oh my god! Isn't it like wow? I got a love that. Yeah, I was like, this looks <laughs> this like not a bill, a gift. Like, what is this? Yeah, and she sent a little note, and Gloria says, Hi, Mujer. I am so sorry that it took, or did I put too much emphasis? I don't know. I, was, I don't know if I said that right. But you're an, say you're an animated reader. You read like you're reading books to kids all the time. <laughs> all the fucking time. I'd be like, okay. Because <laughs> I got to sound excited. Cause, or else I'll sound like Tony. <laughs> um, so she says, Hi, Mujer. I'm so sorry that it took forever to get this to you. When I heard you say that you were dealing with an online harasser slash stalker, my heart dropped. You do so much good in this world, not just for women like me who long to be seen, but for future generations. We have to protect treasures like you. Included is a protection bottle from Aww. my favorite Bruja. I've shared another spell bottle with my partner and it's been a blessing. I love you. I need need you to keep on keeping on and sharing your collect and sharing our collective stories and truth i hope to see you in person soon i know it'll happen mad love and black ass joy gloria thank you gloria yeah it was it was it was it was my friends just offered to stab people for me so hey that's pretty i appreciate those too but yeah this was super cute um and and she sent me a little the little spell that she sent me was it's from um at blood.moon.bruha. So you can find, that's the handle, I believe. It's, that's the Instagram handle. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and it came with like little instructions and a note and shit. And it's super cute. Use that so shit. So I can set it on my altar, which is dope. Use that shit so I don't have to stab you. Yeah. No, it came with a little I don't want to be a part of the prison industrial Right. It conflict. came with a cute little bag that I can carry. So I had it in my purse the other day. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the past few days, it's been in my purse. And then when I want to set it on my altar, I just take it out. The, I don't want the bag there. I take it out the bag, put it, it there, there, whatever. Yeah. Okay. So thank you so much. Thanks for thinking about me and to my fucking online harasser stalker it's curtains for you no. my nigga well, psh, yo the spirits is coming they're coming for you they've been coming they've Aye, been out here that's what it they've is, been yo. out here wake up hairless and shit well that nigga's already bald but anyway <laughs> <laughs> wake up with no eyebrows right shit. right is that what you want is that what you want no eyelashes is that what you shit. want is that what you want um okay i also had libations for everybody that i saw at curl fest i got a lot of love from listeners um at curl fest i got a lot of love from people who recognized us from grapevine Mm -hmm. and it was all good positive happy shit so i'm thankful for that that's cool yeah i was um how yeah how was it how was how was curl fest i didn't go this year curl fest was all of those moments that I had with black women, whether it be people who like recognize me or just like random black women, yeah. all of those moments were really fucking dope. Those are always and dope. yeah, and everybody looked beautiful. That's why we go outside, right? <laughs> That's it, yo. Black women be saving us from like moment to moment. Like yes. in between all the bullshit, there's a black woman who's, who's like gonna look at me and smile, which mm-hmm. I fucking exactly. appreciate, yo. Yep. So thank God for that shit. Um, the rest of it was quite disappointing. I yeah. went for a really short time because I, I didn't have a lot. I had a few other things I needed to do that day. But I was like, I got this ticket. I don't want to sell it. Let me go pick up my gift bag, say what's up to whoever, and get the hell out of there. So I go. 
The line goes pretty fast. That's good. Yeah. So I get to the front. We don't like lines. We don't like so lines. Let us outside. Let us know. Exactly. We, exactly. We like so I had VIP, which is good. When I go outside to stuff like that, I try to make sure I have VIP just for the convenience. Not that I need a whole bunch of special shit. I just am not good with like crowds and Same. not finding a bathroom. Same. Like, yeah, we used and we used to we are like festival outside bitches. All so we've time. done this we've stuff done like without VIP and all that stuff or whatever. I need not built like that. Yeah, we don't have the needs for that type of action anymore. At so all. I need to be in I need accessibility. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. All right. So we get up there. Well I'm it's just me. So I get and up you've there. Got peed on, so. And I've been yo. We've been at a festival for old for old school listeners. For old school listeners of this podcast, you know I've been peed on at a festival. You know somebody vomited on me at a festival, and some other fucking bodily excrement has happened to me outside outdoors. And this be weird because I be standing next to you. You be right there. It happens to me. Yeah, that's just what it be. (laughs) I was also the kid that used to always get pigeon pooped on. For real. Yeah, I made a girl eat pigeon poop once. We're gonna come back to that. Okay. <laughs> so, I didn't I wasn't like eat the shit. Like it wasn't like that. I just tricked her. Told her it was ice cream on the shirt. What, what grade was this? I think this was second grade. I didn't like her. And the That's ice cream an dripped, act of terrorism. dripped on her shirt. We had like a little war going on. Why would she believe me? <laughs> and bird shit don't look like ice cream. Okay, like, so they weren't scanning badges. <laughs> they weren't scanning they 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 looked at my VIP uh-huh. like ticket or whatever and they were like cool and then security's like well we ran out of VIP badges so it is what it is we're all out <laughs> <laughs> verbatim yo i had already paid right like whatever was supposed to be paid for was paid, paid for, for already yeah. like my badge is already secure so he sa- he says that to everybody no one else says anything. All right. So I'm like, okay, now this is my fucking job. Right? So I'm like, okay. You're usually the tallest. So that that too. <laughs> that too. Bitches started asking me questions. I'm like, sis, I don't work here. All right. I'm in my chill curl fest clothes just like you. Oh, okay. God. Anyway, so I'm like, okay. So these are these badges were already secure. So if you could just go and find out what the solution is and then come back and let us know. So now now I'm the fucking manager, right? So he goes and we're standing around and nothing he comes back he's like i don't know all right i sent him back i said some shit and sent him back and now i'm looking at wherever he's going to see who else i can pull i'm we're standing there for like 20 minutes it's like 100 degrees i have a vip pass why am i standing here like this and like we know things happen. They had a new location somebody should have came and said hey we ran out of passes right now we're thinking of a solution we'll be back give us five minutes something so nothing happens okay nope. so 20 minutes pass there is a clustering now gathered around the press line which i'm not far from so i'm like let me see what this clustering is about since nobody came up to me and said anything so i go to this clustering and so now they're giving out you get two badges or whatever and this is supposed to make a vip pass all right and then they're like okay the line for gift bags is over there all right cool I'll get in line for the gift bags where mad they sent lines. me. Mad lines. I hate lines. Mad lines. This line is mad long. Mad line. This is the VIP. Then I see the girl who was asking me questions about VIP stuff. I see her with her gift bag. So I'm like, oh, how'd you get your gift bag so fast? This is while I'm at the back of this long ass line. They're like, oh, well, I'm VIP. So the line's over there. I'm like, yes, we're both VIP. Didn't you just, you just were asking me questions like I worked here at the door. She's like, oh, well, the line's over there. Okay, thank you. 
So anyway. <laughs> it was that. It was so that. that's why we had it. It was that exactly. That's After why, since that's why I hate you VIP. just you just I hate I, I hate it. I fu- yo, I just be wanting to get it for the seats. We get it so we can use the bathroom space, and have a place to sit. And less booties that's on the That's it. I don't care what party. else happens here. But okay. So I'm like, sis, you just turned to me five minutes ago and asked me what to do. Like she had follow up questions for me. Like I worked here and you don't remember that you just talked to me? No, because she's important and you're not. She's home. important and I'm not. Exactly. Thank you. I'm glad you added that because it was on the tip of my tongue and I was like, you know what? I don't you know want to start an issue with that's, that's, that's why energy, two of us. Yes, that was in my head. So anyway, then I get to, so I finally get up there. I get my bag. But this is already after I had been standing now in this long line that I was sent to. Uh-huh. Cause, and, and the way they would talk was like, yeah, well, you're going to have to wait on the line. And that's the, like all this like middle time talk when I made sure that I secured a VIP pass. Yeah. And just something I want to say real quick is like there's this hype beast culture that's created around Curl Fest. Like this this fear of missing out, this and I'm not I I love beautiful pictures of beautiful black people on Instagram. I love that shit. We love that shit. We We repost that we live for it. We repost that shit on our personal Instagrams. We repost it on all our business pages because we love black ass black people. And then we actually have a whole segment about hair. Yeah. This is a festival about our black ass. Exactly. So we live for it. So I'm not mad at dope Instagram moments, right? But the vibe that Curl Fest sells is one of Black girl love, black girl joy, black girl magic, and all that shit or whatever. And then when they they tease the tickets, there's this whole like level of hysteria that's generated, and it's it's for the sake of marketing and to make sure yeah. that people come and stay interested and yada 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 yada. And then when they sell tickets, you can only get one, and it's only at this brief brief time and this short window. And then they release more tickets, and it's this whole teasing frenzy. Yeah. And I don't want to feel like this when I really I just want to go and hang out with other black people. Like it shouldn't feel like this. And then after this frenzy after this ticket frenzy this the way that they tease the tickets the way they a lot of few at a time or whatever then i get there and the vibes and are not yeah, right and you you got that ticket so that you wouldn't have to deal right with and so i feel this the sense of like like capitalism this sense of like money grab and you don't even make sure that my vibe is right because the whole thing is this thirst hype beast let's see like how many people we can get there and like once you get there there's this excitement and get in line for your bag you should just be happy to get a fucking bag like it's it's not the energy that i signed up for yeah so this is where i'm at already all right so i get it i get now now i'm in the vip line that i'm supposed to be in i get my bag cool if anyone has been to Randall's Island, this is where they had it this year. It's the big. park is huge. It's huge. It's huge. It is a field for sports, like soccer Thank you. and shit huge. like that. Baseball fields. Huge. Shit is fucking They huge. have governor's ball there. There are several. When they do governor's ball, there's several different yeah, stages. some other it's festival huge. I went there. I don't know. Some white shit. But that's oh, Panorama? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's, it's big. It's a huge park. It's so, big. I'm at the top of the park where you do the ticket stuff and get your bag mm-hmm. at the front. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to walk through here real quick. I can't stay all day. I'm going to walk through real quick. I'm going to say hi to whatever vendors I know. And I'm going to see what's popping in, like, VIP, sit for a second, have a drink, and then get the hell out of here, right? Because I could do that because I got VIP. That's it. I do the walk. The walk to VIP is like a mile. It's no big deal. There's shit going on in between or whatever. I get there. There's a white man at the door, a white security guard checking badges. I have everything I need, so ain't no thing. He's telling the black woman ahead of me, who also, they had run out of VIP badges, so they gave us these substitute badges that were fine. 
you can't get in with that. That's not a VIP badge. She's trying to explain to him, no, they ran out of VIP badges. So they gave me this. He says, yes, I know, but they, they just got new ones back. So you need to go back to the front and get a new one. It's like a mile walk. I've already stood up there at the front. I was online for 20 minutes. Meanwhile, also, this white man is grabbing people's wrists. Oh, hell to the no. Grabbing wrists to to check VIP, um, yelling at people. So he says that to her, and I'm like, okay, maybe he doesn't understand. I'm a new new face here. So I'm like, hey, no, no, you don't understand. Triggered. Yeah, exactly. You don't understand. They gave us these because they ran out of the VIP pass. Yes, what I'm saying to you is that I know. Go back to the front and tell them you need a new one. So now I'm I'm filled with bloody murderous oh, rage, no. I right? Think we would have fought if we were there together. We would have definitely fought. The good thing about us being together is that I like to because I know that I'm I'm like like rage filled. Mm-hmm. I like when I'm with other people. I'm like okay, stay calm. But oh. I was dolo. I can't a white man yelling at me. You know I fought my white teacher in second grade because she grabbed me. I remember you that can't story. just be doing yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> so he's doing that. that. So I'm headed. So I'm I'm filled with rage now. Right, but mm-hmm. I walk back to the front because now it's like really it's time for me to leave. But now I need to go and I have to tell, I have to say what's going on. But mm-hmm. as I'm walking a mile back to the front, now I'm crying. Now I'm at Curl Fest. I came here to have a good time. I had to wait forever to get my fucking ticket. I had to wait for no reason to get my fucking bag. I had to now, I walk a mile. I, I try and like calm myself down, have a good day. You know, things happen, no big deal. I get all the way to VIP and this white man is yelling at me. And sending me back up front for no reason when he recognized that I did, in fact, have VIP. He just don't like the color of my wrist badge. So I'll go all the way back to the front. I tell everybody about himself. I'm I'm like, it, they can see that I'm like crying and yell angry kind of thing. So they're like, no, 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 we're going to go back there with you. Who's over there? We're going to fix it. We're going to take care of it. But now I have to now walk back a mile with you and talk to this white man and so she's telling him the the woman who walked back with me was helpful and she was a supervisor but so was this white man a supervisor so i'm like okay well who's his boss the other black girl was with me too which was good because when we got there that's when i let it rip and i cursed him out i cursed his mother out i told him he was acting like we were in the street and he he couldn't even look me in my eyes he wasn't looking me in my and, and he's standing there again still grabbing people and i'm saying to the black woman why is he even here he shouldn't even be here so I wouldn't stop yelling. And finally, the other black girl, after she was like, well, we want to see his manager. Da, 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 and she was like, you know, what, girl, don't even like worry about it. Like, it's whatever. Because at that point, yeah, I would, I would. the next step was for me to like slice him open. So I just went in. I got a drink. And then I went the hell home. But the day the day was ruined. Yeah. It was fucking ruined. It was more right. it was more trouble to go than to just waste it and not and not show up. Yeah. So um yeah, so I'm annoyed. That's what happened at Curlfest. And all the black women I talked to, like one on one who spoke to me were like really cool and dope and nice. Um, but I know that I'm I'm not the only person who had a challenging experience there. I did talk to some other women who had very challenging experiences and were disappointed. But it looks good on the gram. But I hope that they <laughs> fix I hope that they address that type of shit. I really do. Like when things get big, it gets hard to manage. But something that I wish more institutions would work on managing is like the vibe. If you are more goes into being a black girl space than just having black girls there. You need to make sure that white people who are in these spaces know what their role is. As a person who works in hiring people, Mm -hmm. 
you need to look for people who match the culture of what you're doing. Right. And that doesn't mean like skin tone, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But whatever philosophy of whatever you're doing, you need to find people who match that. Yeah. Or they don't fucking work with you. Mm-hmm. You know, like you, I, what? Mm-hmm. That's just strange. Yeah. It was disappointing, but it was That's really. What I meant. That's disappointing. That's yeah. strange. It, it was, um. It was nice to see that many black folks in one space. I know a lot of folks were out there and had a lovely time and nothing went wrong and that's fantastic. And did they play brown skin girl? Yes. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Libations to everybody who enjoyed that moment. Um yeah, it was a lot of, it looked like it was a lot of good times happening, yeah. but I couldn't see through it because I was being harassed at every fucking turn, yo. Because of that. And libations to Haley. Haley is a listener who every time I see her in the street, acts like we never met before. Like she'll send a friend over to say hi to me. I don't know if she (laughs) sends them or if they say, no, I'm going to go say hi or whatever. But someone will come up to me and be like, oh, my friend is really shy or whatever. And you know, I'm like, did that happen when we were at Carefree Black Girl? Was it the same girl? I think so. Because she, I saw her. You know, I think you know everyone. Oh no, no, no. Okay, no, that's another one. I saw that build up because I saw her looking at us and she was making faces. And you know, I'm like people scare me. Right. So I was like, the fuck is she like in my mind? Like, what is she doing? No, Haley is somebody else. But this is the third time I met Haley. Right. So the first time she came came to one of our events, we said hi. We did this already. Whatever. Then I saw her at the African American Day Parade, Mm -hmm. and she's like, oh hi. I was like, hey. She's like, oh, I was afraid to say hi. I didn't know if he was gonna recognize me. I was like, oh no problem if you, whenever you see me say what's up jay is always gonna this full disclosure mm-hmm. jay is always gonna say hi jay is always gonna be like hey like you're always gonna feel at home you might not feel that way with me because <laughs> i feel like i feel like i was raised to think the cia was coming after me right right so, right 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 just a little different yes. i'm gonna wonder about who sent you right no, that's fair, yo. I totally get it. I totally get it. No, depend as long as you're not like invading my personal space, and if we're in like like public events, yeah, like public, that, yeah, 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 public events like that, because I was also raised on like watch it back, but public events like that, especially like if I'm by myself and I'm just like wandering around, you can always come and say what's up. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah. So this girl is like, hey, da da da, my friend, da da da, and then I turn around, I'm like, Haley, <laughs> girl. <laughs> it's fine every single time i always enjoy i always enjoy it but it just caught me off guard because i was expecting to see a whole new person i had never met before i was like we kelly we do this every summer okay we do this every summer that's funny yeah but then Haley, Haley, what are we doing but anyway hey girl thank you for saying hey i appreciate you and then i after i got out of that uh i was gonna call it a hellhole but it wasn't that it was just bad for me after i got out of my own personal hell at curl fest i went to the um posse alumni leadership conference mm-hmm. and i had a good time there so libations to everybody around the country who was a posse scholar yo libations yeah. to you niggas i know a lot of people lot i met of, somebody there i know i know i was there and i was like oh this person is it's like a fucking it's like illuminati but i was like oh this person is posse it's illuminati <laughs> <laughs> it kind of get is. the exceptional blacks and Right. Yeah. We'll filter them into the system. They'll become they'll become them. Super blacks. (laughs) Anyway, so libations to everybody I met there, libations to everybody who didn't know I was posse and like hey y'all. Libations to everybody who I saw who I didn't know was posse. Mm -hmm. Hey y'all. Um yeah, y'all libations and libations to my homie Carl. He won the alumni leadership award for this year cool, so that's cool. cool i never go to those events i was only there because he did that and he won that so libations to carl we love you and we appreciate okay. you yo. 
Yes. So, yeah, I want to give a libation to candles. Okay. I really, really love candles. Mm-hmm. I have a few of them in my bedroom. And, like, I'm so used to lighting them now that, like, I have different ones for different things. So I have candles for when I'm working, mm-hmm. candles for when I'm just, you know, chilling in the room and I need some scents. And it's like my body knows. Oh. So, like, right now my, I think usually when I'm working, I put lavender candles on. So it's like my body knows, like, oh, okay, you smell this scent, this and that. Like, we're about to, like, do some work. Mm-hmm. And it, it helps to put my mind in a space because I, my intention span is non-existent. Okay. And I'm trying to, like, get that together so i'm like using things i guess what people would call um i don't know i'm not a therapist but like things to keep your focus yeah grounding stuff maybe yes maybe mm-hmm. that's what it is okay. i don't know money tell us yeah uh, cool us. let us know mm-hmm. um but yeah so candles are one of those things so it's not just about like oh this space feels nice it like helps with that i have a candle for when i'm getting ready for work because it puts me like in there like okay we gotta mm-hmm. get up and, you know like stuff like that mm-hmm. so libations to candles yes. and if you want to give me things send us candles send yo. us candles mm-hmm. i really enjoy them i don't like candles that smell like i can eat them though me neither okay so that's perfect yeah, I don't like food candles either. Yeah. I actually am a sweet tooth person. I don't want to smell cake. I'd rather eat it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. All right. Yeah. Cool. I am not a sweet tooth person. I don't want ever want to smell it. Ever. <laughs> so, there's that. Queen, can you tell the people how and why they can donate to Tea with Queen and Jay podcast? Yes, I can. So... Donations to Tea with Queen and Jay help sustain this podcast, help progress this podcast, and help keep the lights on for this here motherfucking pod. Podcast. You can donate to Tea with Queen and Jay by going to our website, teawithqueenandjay.com. And on our homepage, if you just slide down a little, little bit, you will see two options. Two. The first option is our PayPal option, and that is where you could come and pay however much you want, however many times you want. There is no commitment there. And our second option is our Patreon option. Our Patreon is where we're asking for a little bit more commitment. We're only asking for $2 a month. $2. I don't know. You why. knew it was coming. Know, but, oh my gosh. Okay. Like, leave me alone. Okay. That's my black joy. Okay. Um you can give more or less, but we're only ask but we're only asking for two dollars a month. Another way that you could donate to Tea with Queen and Jay that is not monetarily, because all donations are appreciated here, yeah. are by subscribing to this podcast. Whatever app you're using to listen to us, subscribe. Mm-hmm. Subscribe. Do it. Say it with me, y'all. Subscribe. Yes. Uh, make sure that you rate and review this podcast as well on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, yes, CastBox, whatever app that allows you to like give us a heart, a like, a star, a comment, whatever. Do that. That helps us a lot. Also, if people are asking what podcast should I listen to, suggest us. Don't just keep us for yourself. Mm-mm. Like, what the fuck? No need to be stingy. We are a polyamorous podcast. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I mean, we are, but like we're not. not we're not. Like we are, we're we're not. not. People already think we're fucking all the time, anyway. Um, what is that about? Because we're women and we stand oh, next to each other, right? So we should right. look vagina. We, must be we should look at each other's vaginas. Yes, that's got the, it. That's the rules. Okay. Um. Yes. Share this podcast. Someone's asked for a podcast. Let them know. Tag us and post. Write about this podcast. If you are someone who is in a space that can help amplify us, spread out the word. That's right. No, we appreciate you, know, you. Each one, teach one. 
Yes. If you would like to sponsor Tea with Queen and J podcast, if you would like to advertise with us, you can send us email at teawithqueenandj at gmail.com. If you'd like to hire us to speak at your school or organization, do a live show or consult, send us your email at teawithqueenandj at gmail.com. Gang, gang. I don't know. Okay. All right. That's cool. Mm -hmm. Donation libations for this week. Um, We got some new patrons via our Patreon. The homie and longtime listener, Missy, upped their Patreon pledge. Thank you so much, Missy. Missy. We appreciate you. And Sade is a new patron. So thank you so much. And we got two new PayPal donations. One from Lakita. Thank you so much, Lakita. We appreciate you. And Victoria says, I love your podcast. Thank you, Victoria. We appreciate you, y'all. This is wild helpful. Queen. Yes. We have events. We do. What's, so, com- what's going on? What's coming up? So, I'm going to edit that up. Okay. Um, so, I have a workshop coming up, my Bad Bitch Affirmations Workshop, which is a part of the Mixed Vixen RRL series. Um, and that is a series of events and workshops where we have conversations that center black women and femmes. And this conversation will be about our bodies, affirming your body, talking about your body. I want to make sure that we also talk about how bodies functions, how bodies feels. Usually a lot of body positive conversations are just about what they look like mm. and how the world reacts to what they look like. I kind of want to talk about all of the things. Um, so that is what the conversation will be about. That is what the workshop will be about. And RSVP is donation based. So you pay as you want. And it is on April 16th. That is a Friday at 5.30 p.m. at Cafe Con Libros. It is from 5.30 to 7. So that means be on time. Yeah, this is like a workshop. Like like they're going to do workshop things. Yeah. So Queen starts this like on time. on time. So this is something I have to tell myself. I have to plan to be there at 4.30 if I want to get there on time. <laughs> So any one of y'all, yeah, she yes. starts on time. So any one of y'all who also need to do this, um, schedule yourself for four thirty so you can get there at a white man's five thirty. Last time I had one, people came out late, yeah. and I was like, we started, and um, yeah. you should have been here, mm-hmm. and um, bye. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> plan to be there at four thirty if you have to, but yeah, it starts at five thirty on the dot. Yes, yes, yes. And remember, it is please RSVP. There's not a pop up event, also because same reasons. I'm in someone else's space, mm-hmm. uh, um, and I have to respect the space that I'm in as well. And I just like to know who who are gonna be there. Okay, who same. are gonna be there? That's what the RSVP helps with. I so, like that. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Dope, dope, dope. Also, our homies over at Queer Walk the podcast are having an upstate retreat. Retreat yourself in Syracuse. That's August 30th to September 1st, and you must register by August 8th to attend. Uh, We'll put the link to the registration info in the show notes, but your favorite black queer troublemakers and queer walk co-hosts Money and Nikita in Syracuse. Oh, join them in Syracuse for a fun and regenerative Queer Walk weekend. Take this time to hang out and meet other members of the Queer Walk community starting the evening of Friday the 30th and wrapping up the night of September 1st. It'll be a fun and chill weekend to de-stress, be in and build community and learn a thing or two about the rich abolitionist and organization and organizing history of Syracuse, New York. Some of the events for the weekend will be queer folks of color only events for a self-identified, for all self-identified women, femmes, non-binary, agender, trans folks, but all, but others will be open to everyone. Um, And then just so that you know, you will have to book your own housing, 
but Airbnbs in Syracuse tend to be fairly reasonable. So you can book your shit uh, in the downtown Syracuse area. And mm-hmm. then all the other events for the weekend are free entry with like one or two being donation based just to help support whatever black owned um, spaces yeah, they're being held in. So yeah. again, we'll put the link to that in the show notes. Make sure you RSVP by August 8th for this Queer Walk retreat. Oh, yeah, that's the one I should, I should register. You didn't, did I? You probably about to say yourself, but I'm like, okay. you better RSVP to my shit. And I'm oh, like, uh, yeah, no, you should probably do I that. I am, I am. I'm an RSVP if okay. I'm going. JRCP to everything. Just so. I do a RSVP. I make reservations. <laughs> That's what I do, yo. I like to be convenient. My knees can't take anything. No, else. I feel you. I need mm-hmm. to know what I'm walking into, too. That's right. So let's get into the show. All right. Okay, what are your pronouns? Well, first off, what kind of tea are you drinking? I ain't drinking tea. Oh. I'm drinking sparkling water. Well, it right. is summer. It is summer. It and is it's hot. hot ass summer. And we cannot in my record with air on. These are facts. So these are facts. That's the life we live in right how, now. That's how it is. It's the life we live. We'll in. get it together soon. One day. Give us some sparkling tea. Somebody maybe. Oh, that yo! If one of you could send us some sparkling tea, <laughs> I guess I could buy some. But I'm not. <laughs> um, this is what I have. Just saying. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Cool. What cool, kind cool. of tea are you drinking? Um, I am also drinking sparkling water, but it was sparkling with a hint of lemon and. Okay, drinking the same thing. All right, dope. What are your pronouns? She and her. What are your pronouns? She, her, they, them. And what are you affirming for yourself this week? I'm affirming, as always, mm-hmm. that I'm a bad bitch. I'm yeah. affirming that I am enough because, bitch, I said I am. I'm affirming that I will be self-employed and financially wealthy without trauma. No more trauma. Sorry. Okay. And also without being a capitalistic ass bitch. Factoid. Right? I also affirm that I am well rested, that my hair and fashions are always popping, and my body and mind is healthy, and that I will always and forever stunt on these hoes. That is what I affirm. All right. I support these. What do you affirm? What are your Um, affirmations? I affirm that I, as always, am not a lady. I affirm that I am enough. My apartment. It's fucking paid for. Mm-hmm. It's my apartment. My rent is paid mm-hmm. for my apartment that I live in. I'm wealthy. I'm self-employed and my finances are abundant. I'm paid. Opportunities are fruitful and bountiful without trauma. I do not undersell myself or underquote my weight, my rate or my weight. I'm healthy. <laughs> I will reread shit before responding with rage. <laughs> I will be sure to read Definitely twice. quote ourselves. Definitely yes, we almost us. played ourselves epically on a business level. Sure but did. you know what it is, though? It is, as black women, somebody is steady trying we to play always us. always on alert. Somebody is steady trying to play we us, trying to alert. undersell us, trying to talk to us sideways all the time. So if one or two words is out of place, sometimes I read some shit and it's like, oh, oh, oh for what? real? Oh, I don't know who they think they talking to, but you know what? You got the wrong one today. <laughs> let me bring out the PowerPoint. Over here in courtroom 502. This is how we do it. You take that shit up. over there. You take that shit right over there. <laughs> so anyway, so I'm going to start reading shit twice. Up. And Shit. there will be times when I read it twice and you are playing yourself and I will tell you about yourself. But what's not going to happen, I'm not going to misread. <laughs> okay? Which I often do. Same. I was. I didn't even finish it. I was like, oh, oh, no, no, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no, 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 no. Do you no, know no. who I am? Okay. You probably okay. don't, but it's okay because okay. I'm going to tell you. Okay. You know who my grandparents are? You know who my ancestors are? In my house, we say Ooh. we related to Harriet and that. Ooh. That's all I got to say. We not for that shit. All right. So All right, anyway, that's, 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 yeah, so we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna stop doing that shit. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yes. So yeah. 
So last week, we had a conversation about Beyonce's new album, new album, uh, but more importantly, her song Brown Skin Girl. Yes. And we got a lot of feedback yes. based on that feedback, conversation. Feedback. I have to always do that every time. I'm a Jen Jackson fan. Okay. And uh, here is a letter with some questions. Sure. All right. I'm going to read this and I'm going to throw it to you because... Brown skin girl. <laughs> all right, all right, stop, stop it, stop it. I was whining, y'all, if y'all needed a visual. Physically or with your voice? Cause both. Oh, all right, yes. Oh, you, neck were, you did do the neck. That's a quick neck snap, yo. All right, good for you. That's a lot of mobility right there. You doubt. Okay. The letter says Hi, Queen and Jay, or J. Dot. You know what? That actually made sense, but I couldn't think. I kept landing on J period. I was like, it's already a J period. I don't know why I didn't oh, think real? to go with J dot. I, I like made that. you that thing from um, Steven Universe, Paradot, J dot. All right, thanks. I was introduced to your show via the Black Guy Who Tips, and I have not missed a week since. I really love your show and who and what and who it stands for. I think you complement each other perfectly. I love your points of view and I've learned so much about myself in particular. Queen's accent is the best. You have an accent? Now you do. It's a Bronx accent. <laughs> it's a Bronx accent. It's fine. I don't know what else to say about it. She tickles me when she pronounces certain words and I admire that she is unapologetic about it. Also, Queen don't take no mess from nobody. Uh, only my mom. Okay. And a lie. <laughs> 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 your mom do be pushing you around yeah, it's she not do. an abusive way though but like, she do one, like gosh yo, yeah you're lucky i know that you used to be fighting cause yeah she do give you my mom will remind you see from holla yes okay. as if that's necessary okay because <laughs> she's wearing harlem on her sleeve <laughs> all right okay um and i know that's right sis okay yeah because you don't take no mess from nobody mm-hmm. i'm jealous that you grew up in a household where you were able to flourish in your dark skin blackness because i grew up in a house <laughs> with my <laughs> that's how my mother says ah it's a running her. joke between us oh, we God. always say because i all right cool but that is what it says here because i grew up in a house with my light-skinned mother and light-skinned sister and it wasn't easy Jeez, yikes those are my ad-libs they still have their colorist ways even seeped into my light-skinned daughter tag and i'm encouraged how yeah that made me mad like i ain't read this letter already (laughs) (laughs) all right and i'm encouraged to know it wasn't like that for every brown for every quote-unquote brown-skinned girl lol janicia is also amazing thank you she's patient she is patient i am i'm patient she's patient she's empathetic she's intelligent everyone needs a light-skinned homegirl like janicia who also don't take no mess oh that's very kind of you your podcast makes me so happy and i light up when it pops in my feed when it pops up in my feed and i share your wisdom with my 16 year old daughter all the time i knew i was in love when i heard queen say that lovey had one more time because she was not playing and i listened to that episode four more times just to hear her say that line (laughs) That's hilarious. Now she got one more time. She do got one more time. She's holding on. She's, she's you know, she, uh, she might make it out of this. Okay. All right. I wish it wouldn't have taken so long to donate, but dear God, I'm finally here. LOL. I hope that whatever you spend it on makes you happy because you make me happy and you deserve. Thank you for making this black girl feel like she matters. P.S. I reread this to make sure that I didn't call you beautiful and strong black women. Ladies. Thank you Aww, so much. Thank you. Cause I am not a lady. So thank you so much. So yeah, so this 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 was um 
In response. Yeah, this was in response to some of what you were talking to, talking about last week with Brown Skin Girl. But yeah. we, we did get a lot of feedback a lot. on social about Brown Skin Girl. And some of it was, I understand Queen's point, but I disagree. And then others were like, really, like, you don't understand anything in life. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't like it wasn't like you don't agree it was like also you don't understand like that water is molecules are h2o and i don't know science but i know that right yeah. so like i don't know <laughs> but for anybody who doesn't know last week queen expressed some of her concerns with the song brown skin girl and that it reduces colorism to um ideas of beauty okay. versus like all the other shit that brown skin girls deal with yeah yeah, exactly that. So, like, honestly, I was just challenging people to push the conversation further when we talk about colorism. Mm-hmm. And we kind of always just stop at the desirability and the sexual gaze of dark-skinned women in particular. And that's kind of just where it stops, where yeah. it's like, no, being a dark-skinned person actually limits things. Like, most black people in prison are dark-skinned. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the black trans women being killed were dark skin like mm-hmm. there are there are other factors that we need to be taken into consideration when we're talking about colorism mm-hmm. so like for me in all these years i've been on this earth that conversation for me is very one-on-one mm-hmm. and i want to see that conversation go somewhere else could we talk about some other things so mm-hmm. like i get that for like you feeling good about yourself or if you like me i was fortunate enough to grow up in this space where I don't have to stay in one on one when it comes to like the conversation of colorism. And yeah, you don't have to stay in colorism one on one. Yeah. Because because your home life was so affirming of your complexion regardless to what the world was exactly. telling you. Exactly. Right. Um so that's what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Challenging like yeah. challenging that and like challenging what to me, like there's for me, I want a light skinned person mm-hmm. to challenge that in other ways and not look at my black ass and be like, but you cute. <laughs> right. Because that's not... What your problem is. That's not what my problem mm-hmm. is. And you telling me I'm cute, I'm cute, I don't get how that feeds my validation. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah. I don't understand mm-hmm. that. Like, Somebody on social asked... Um, so we'll leave the link to last week's episode in the show notes for anybody who wants to catch Queen's commentary who, who might have missed it. Um, but somebody was asking how you feel about uh, brown-skinned girls who enjoy the song. Do your thing. What right. that, that don't have nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. Like, there's lots of songs people like that I don't like. Um, that song just wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. And I said the reasons why those song, that song wasn't for me. Like, I don't need a song that tells me I'm cute. Yeah. Um, there's actually lots of songs that tell me I'm cute. Mm-hmm. You know, like, or I don't, I don't, I don't need that. And I understand that there are people who do need that. I do like seeing black women having fun with that mm-hmm. and all of those things, but. Like all the videos that came out of yeah, it. Yeah, it's really, like really that. cute yeah. to see people like enjoy it in that way. Mm-hmm. But it's not my rally and cry or my fucking colorism anthem. Mm-hmm. Fuck the hell no. Yeah, and I think uh, what I got from what you were saying as a um, as a light-skinned, brown-skinned girl, I guess. Um, what, <laughs> I someone said you me. niggas confused me so much online. Okay. <laughs> we know... God damn it. <laughs> I can swing <laughs> We know that Beyonce is a brown skinned girl. I'm a brown skinned girl. This whole podcast is about being a black ass girl, a brown skinned girl, or all this stuff. That's the other thing too is that I have a black ass podcast where right. I center black women every all week, the fucking all time. All the time. So the one time I decide to center my 
dark ass right within this when this, and this conversation this and now right. i'm being separatist yeah and now i'm doing all these things and it's like yeah. no you just feel uncomfortable because i'm challenging your right. privilege that was fucking i'm not weird. being separatist yeah. the fuck is you talking about and that's where nuance falls in because every week we get on this podcast together all i talk about is black women yeah. we talk as as black women of two different shades and complexions we talk about being black women in unison this is a podcast about that type of unity Been doing it for five years yeah six almost six years so we bring up colorism like in ways to challenge it and to challenge each other to be better where that is concerned but it's never about separating us like i'm a whole different species of black girl or she's a whole different species of black girl regardless we are black women we know that shit that this whole entire the entirety of the shit that we do is based on that um all i gotta your face, say though, you did so there's so much lead up to that there's a hand situation <laughs> the nails are like flung over there all i gotta say mm-hmm. is the light-skinned women mm-hmm. black women who understand it talk to your friends yeah talk to your well the ones who are light-skinned mm-hmm. have this conversation with them right but the way y'all was wilding again mm-hmm. is like what the fuck yeah. and it's like how quickly people turn into like white people yeah as soon as your challenge is your privilege is challenged all of a sudden you're white and it's like mm. no we're all human like yeah. <laughs> oh brown girls like within the context of the dialogue that we had last week within the context of that car- the conversation we were talking about our differences we are aware that beyonce is a whole ass black girl and we- we've had whole podcasts talking about that shit it's very rare even that we, we discuss- talk about that every week it's every week every week every, every week. tuesday all the time. But the other piece of, of, I think, what your critique was, was that it wasn't so much about brown-skinned girls who enjoy this song, but more about calling to light-skinned women, right? When we're talking to our friends, how we respond to their concerns about colorism yeah. and, what, and their experiences. Like, nobody wants to hear when they're being denied access from shit. It's like, well, you're so beautiful. How come people don't see that? What? What? That's not what I'm fucking talking about yeah. at all. And that's and, usually... That's usually the rebuttal. That's usually the response. Mm-hmm. Um, or even if I, even if I feel like, um, like I brought up an example last episode when I was like a club situation mm-hmm. or whatever. I don't need you to tell me I'm pretty there too. Yeah, I don't care. I was denied access because I'm dark. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't give a fuck about being cute right now. Someone mm-hmm. denied me access to something over something I can't control. You know, like... Just remember your beauty. Just like, what the, f- the fuck? I'm not friends yeah. with that girl no more. But like, mm-hmm. what? Huh? Mm-hmm. The fuck? Yeah. I know that, bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but yeah, I think the, the important part of this is like understanding nuance that we can be talking about each other as all black girls, as all brown girls, as all that in one conversation and then understand the nuance when it comes to like conversations of colorism and complexion and shit like that we can have those same conversations within this same we're having these conversations because we are all black girls because we are all brown girls we're having that conversation because we're talking to and amongst each other you know what i'm saying and we have those conversations every week Mm -hmm. where we're talking about the different kinds of black women and how different this this black girl from the hood is treated this way because Mm -hmm. of this this black girl is treated this way because she's an academic. This black girl is treated this way because she sounds that way. Like we do that all the time yeah. where we talk about the differences in the diaspora and mm-hmm. even just within the USA and how people perceive us based on all of these fucking intersections. But the minute I mentioned dark skin and light skin, it became some other shit oh, no. when I was saying the same shit I that feel. we say every week. Sometimes it was just so I feel. weird Sometimes to me. Sometimes I feel like... <laughs> 
to feel like I'm just, you're making it like we're not all, I just get so, I don't. <laughs> Yo, I'm a whole light-skinned person here, my nigga. Like, what are you talking about? And even Come if on, you, guys. And even if you stop, weren't. Stop and even it. if And even if you weren't. That's, you're right. You shouldn't, talk, you shouldn't need me to sit yeah, here to I validate the shit that you say about your experience. Need any, I don't need any. I don't. Like I don't need Facts. like I don't need that. Facts. And that's the reason why I brought that up. Because mm-hmm. y'all need to talk to your light skinned ass friends. Y'all need to talk together. Mm-hmm. And talk out. to your kids. I actually was blessed. I got to see one of my nephews um this weekend and we were just talking about like the racist experiences that he has in school. Most of the kids at his school are white, but he's not like the only black kid in his class or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he is lighter skinned and has like all those recessive traits, like the mm-hmm. lighter hair, the loose hair, the light eyes, da 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 da. And we also talked about, yeah, these are the things that you experience. Like, what is it like to be a darker skinned person at your school and how, like, you might feel like you know exactly what that's like, but you'll never know what that's like. And so the dynamics of that and just making sure that we are having those conversations with our light skinned um, cubs so that they don't get out in the street and end up talking to uh, wayward light skinned people. (laughs) Because they're out there, they're causing trouble and they're crying. It's embarrassing. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. So to put a stamp on that, mm-hmm. it was not a separative conversation. And if you felt that way, then I think you need to reexamine your privilege. Yes. That's all that is. Your privilege was challenge and it made you feel uncomfortable and lean into that shit and figure that shit out. Mm-hmm. So that's that's right. That. Nuance is not just the middle name in the Bronx. <laughs> it's an actual thing. Okay. Never heard that before. What? Alizé Nuance Francis. That's my cousin's name. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. oh. I'm just joking. Oh. But anyway, Nuance. Look it up, yo. Nuance. Nuance, nuance. my nigga. <laughs> nuance, yo. I'm going to get that tatted on me. Nuance, my nigga. <laughs> it's going to be tatted on me in the shape of a Timberland boot. All right. My nigga. Okay. What the fuck? No. <laughs> yo, let's take a break real quick. All right, cool. Let's take a break. Right. Money, 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 money. <laughs> money. Do you know what this year is? What every year is all about? Yeah, but like... Giving black women your money. Yes. Give black women your money. Hashtag pay black women, yo. Okay, okay. So So, how do they give black women their money? Well, they can start by giving us their money. Oh, yes. Yes. We do this dope-ass Women is Race Nerd podcast every motherfucking week. Every week. Sometimes twice um, a week. Yeah, yo. (laughs) And we could use your loving motherfucking donations. Um, We definitely can. Absolutely. So how can you do that? You can go to our website. Yo. TeamsQueenandJay.com Hit that donate tab And mm-hmm. we have two options there so Two can, Two You become a patron Or you can just donate through PayPal yep. You choose We mm-hmm. give you a choice That's right On how you give us money That's right If you want to donate via Patreon We're asking all of our listeners To break us off $2 a month That's $24 a year And if everybody who listens Does that shit We will have everything That we need to do Everything we want to do For this podcast Everything And if you love us so much That you want to break us off A one time donation A multiple time donation Or if you don't like The the once a month Kind of system You can go to our PayPal And give us any amount of money We will take that shit We will love that shit We will appreciate that shit we will use that shit That's right So once again Teawithqueenandj.com Hit the donate tab And choose your donation method of choice oh my god we're gonna get money again <laughs> all the time yes and we're black all the time all right all right all right all right okay <laughs> so yeah twitter okay 
this week on Twitter. Um, if you don't use social media, don't worry, you'll be fine. Yeah, it's not. This yeah. is not super duper niche. Yeah. Um, you you can get it. You will be able to keep up. So there has been people have used black folks in particular, but people also. But um, people have been able to leverage Twitter into careers. Yeah. And shit. Um, which is a lot of cool. which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. A lot of writers have been found on twitter yep. um leveraged their twitter into journalistic into journalist positions yep. at different media outlets mm-hmm. and all different type of shit people have rebranded themselves yeah. on social they're niggas who you start off with one handle and then after saying a bunch of hateful shit years later you realize that's not the wave you change your handle to something else like yeah. all different shit happens mm-hmm. and so last week on twitter we this is something that people have been talking about for a long time now i think um there was a moment i don't know when the apex of this moment is or if we have seen the peak of it yet but um black women became the new black right yeah if you you are yeah we're popping so if you are steeped in twitter on any level that's a space in which black women are popping yeah yes there are still whole sections of black hole twitter where misogynoirists rule and the pick me's are there with them um it's a very interesting place it's an interesting place but that still does exist but there mm-hmm. are other circles in which the brand is woke and black women are the trendsetters yeah in that, that. Yep. yeah and so there are black men who have found it lucrative to rebrand themselves as supporters of black women as supporters of feminism so like black men who will wear like a listening black woman shirt but then like cut you off Absolutely. When you're talking. Like those niggas. We okay. actually we actually talked about this on a previous episode, and I will leave the link to that shit in the show notes. Because we're going to use that as an example yeah. also. Mm-hmm. Um, but black men who also tend to center themselves within this space, within this movement, take our language, sell it as their own, and get attention for it because they are men. Yes, and there's and privilege in that. There's privilege in that, and people are still more inclined to listen to what a black man has to say over what a black woman has has to say. say. That's just the reality of it. Um, and so what came out and yeah, what's the right? What came out recently, there is an account. There's a guy, I don't know what his government name is. I don't, I don't really care. This is not like specifically about him. This is a thing that has been going on. Um, but a Twitter popular person who has also, um, leveraged this into like writing, he writes all over the place. He is hired to speak and do all type of shit. Um, his Twitter handle is at five fifths. So yeah, I don't know the government either. Yeah, I don't know, but it's five fifths. That's his Twitter handle. But he was exposed on Twitter. Uh, I don't know why his old tweets were still there, but he had old like because a s- when you're when you have privilege, mm-hmm. you kind of forget that you can be touched. These are facts. You forget That's that you true. can be touched, and it's just like you living on this high, not even realizing. Like, oh, we'll get into what happened. So yeah. Let's go ahead. So his old tweets resurfaced of him talking wild, reckless about Serena Williams, calling her a man, being being transphobic, comparing her to um, was he comparing her to apes? I'm just making up shit because I don't It was a lot of really egregious fucking tweets. Yes. Um, And And I'm superficial. Okay. This person looks like a yuck mouth. Big toe. Okay. Don't be talking about Serena when you look like a yuck mouth. Big toe. I might have agreed with you off mic. His mouth sounds like it makes noises. 
That is how like, it looks. You know those mouth noises? I, I do. Yeah, that's how to say well, that. I'm not saying you're right, but you don't be lying. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so a series of tweets about like her her body as a black woman and all yeah. that stuff. So that had resurfaced. So he hadn't really been tweeting for like a month. Then last week, yeah. last week it came out that he was a part of a whole group of black men who have since rebranded themselves yeah. um, as supporters of black women. But a whole group of Twitter niggas who would um, talk cash shit about black women, any yeah. any black woman they could, yeah. and massage and Juarez. That was that was lucrative then too. Yes. For you to be popular, yes. For you to gain leverage, was to bash black women. Mm-hmm. So that was the other side of it before black women jumped in and became right. a trend. That there was the other thing you did. That there was the other go. way you made leverage off of black women mm-hmm. in social media. Yeah, spaces. and there are people, and we've said this before, there are people who just do whatever it is that makes sense in that moment. Pop like in. what's popping right now? Yeah, what yeah. is gonna what's gonna make what's gonna position me and help me to get to what's gonna help me get where I need to go. So what happened was a woman came forward, another uh, semi-Twitter popular person. I guess it looked like she had a large following at some Mm -hmm. point, but she revealed that um, someone someone who she used to date had exposed her nudes on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Um, So her nudes were exposed and five-fifths and a bunch of other Twitter popular black men had assisted in sharing her nudes on Twitter. This was, this was, what was like 2011, 2012? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Assisted in sharing her nudes, spreading her nudes to different pockets of the internet, commenting on her body, talking all kind of trash. Um, And then later on, these same black men who rebranded themselves would be in her inbox about, hey, I want to buy your art. I want to work with you. I really, because the narrative shifted to supporting black women, Women not shaming, not shaming women, not shaming our bodies, not shaming what we choose to do. And this is all, this is shit that we've been saying, but the the popular narrative in this particular pocket of Twitter was now we fuck with black women. The value shifted. Yes. The value shifted. So Mm -hmm. now it, it meant more to support black women right. before it meant more to degrade black women right, and, right. and social mm-hmm. media spaces. Yeah. And that's not to say that, that this woman and that her art w- is not popping, mm-hmm. but there is something to be said for, they saw the value in picking to work with this particular artist yeah. you know, and supporting this particular Pickler, person yeah. because it helps to boost their brand and yeah. it helps to, instead of, um, them having to come out and apologize and say, hey, this is the person I was. I'm so sorry yep. that I did this. And instead of apologizing publicly in the same way that they shamed her, they would, no, I'm just going to support you privately. Yeah. And then you, you'll you be less inclined to, to publicly put me things. on blast yep. and shit like that. And that's something that victims of that type of public, public shaming, um, it's not uncommon for them to uh, be quick to forgive their abuser yeah if this person holds a certain type of power or leverage and oftentimes the victim of this stuff just wants the shit to go away yeah you know so if you're done putting me on blast like that if you apologize to me privately or support me in some way privately then okay maybe i'll forgive you it doesn't mean i feel better about it but i just want this shit to end and go away and then we live in a world where abusers rule right right? so like even if you know something wrong has happened abusers are able to incubate abusers are able to like 
do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. So that even if you get to a point where you do want to talk about it, or you do want to tell people, or you do want to put people on blast, there's going to be so many people around you who are not even just men who are going to tell you to like brush it off. Mm-hmm. It's not that serious. Mm-hmm. They've moved on. Yep. They have grown. Yep. This was years ago and all of that shit. And that's why we're here. Yes. Because we know that niggas do shit like this. Yep. We just talked about a nigga who, who did, did some shit, shit like this to us. us. Not not in a sexual nature. Um, but somebody who runs around trying to erase us and leverage our name and everything he does and walks around and fucking listen to black women t-shirts but don't listen to or talk to black women. Nope. And cuts them off cuts them off and shit and and something that i noticed when this particular woman was sharing her story on social and she had the receipts yo i'd never seen receipts like that ever in my whole life efficient like she was like we come from a retail background you know those annoying bitches who came with a stack of receipts and for return for days and days and days and you was like bitch like Mm -hmm. this is annoying it is, y'all. I'm gonna just whatever, whatever you want. I'll just give it back to you. you. Know like, what? just you get just the hell out of here. You just want to get the cash back because I don't have time. I don't have time for this. Like, we yeah. don't like. Mm-hmm. I, this is not my company. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> don't care. They have insurance. That was my favorite line when I worked retail. They right. Have, they got insurance. They got insurance. Anybody got time for this? <laughs> Yo, she had all the receipts. Yes. She had all the receipts. Um, if I can find, she has since deleted her account, and she said that she was gonna do that, but she wanted to get all that shit off Ow, her chest because yep. the the real thing is that. People still fuck with these men. Yeah. Right? So, exactly. Like I said, we know that niggas do this, but why I'm here and something that I noticed and I kind of wanted to address um, for ourselves and just, like, as black women and black people as a whole, we need to be better with accountability. Yeah. Because not only did she have receipts of the men who had done this abuse to her and then were in her inbox to like collaborate with her and and smooth things over and like secretly make things better. Like a killer with Conlis. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, But what she also had were receipts of, and that was, so there was five fifths who was involved in sharing it. There's a guy who actually shared it. There's a guy who, who she had met up with in person and like tried to like, assault her or assault someone else it's all these stories yeah, of like abuse on women attacks on women attempted rapes on women like all this kind of mess yeah um some of it was strictly cyberbullying, and others were like in real life in person like not cool type shit yeah um so there were the receipts from those men that she had but then she also had receipts of black women popular black feminist bitches popular black women allegedly woke people in the social media space who she had connected with Mm -hmm. in the dms who also either wanted to work with her whatever and she would say you know what happened with these other men who they fuck with like listen i don't know i noticed you fuck with this person i don't know if you know but this this that happened to me here's a whole list of receipts and the person will be like yeah that he seemed a little off he seemed a little rapey but i know he's grown a lot or whatever or yeah to him that's messed up girl i'm sorry that happened to you whatever yeah that will happen and then months later you're kikiing these black women are kikiing with these abusers mm -hmm. like it's okay because these are popular either because they're popular social media niggas either because these are my friends and i don't want to publicly challenge them these are people who have talked about abuse and are adamant about like Yes. Not abusing black women physically, sexually, and all. They, these, this is a part of these people's 
platforms and what they have built their followings on and it seems to be a consistent thing that like yeah we're gonna call it out as long as it's not my friend yeah but that's my friend though he don't mean no harm but that's like my brother though it's these same niggas who fuck with Charlemagne on the regular it's these same these same black women who in one hand you're saying this and then on the next hand you apologizing for some black man who has harassed, abused, gaslit a black woman. Because you you don't mind being the angry black girl when it's happening to you, but when it's happening to another Somebody black else. woman, depending on the leverage, depending on the power that that black woman has, yeah. you're silent. Yep. You're silent. Or you'll, you'll agree with them in private, but not in public. Mm-hmm. And it, it reminded me of the shit that we talked about with Jay from Extraordinary Negroes. Again, yeah. I'll put the link to that in the show notes so that you all know exactly what we're talking about and the ways in which we have felt erased with this particular person. Yeah. Um, and, and how that is an intentional action that Very we feel like is happening. But again, the link to that's in the show notes. Um, we, we talked about a time when Jay had gone to an event that was hosted and, and sponsored and, he had gone to an event that was organized by a black woman. Yes. He had asked the black woman if he could, could present be, there and be yeah. involved mm-hmm. in this particular event. And then when he posts a picture of the panel that she allowed him to host at that event, he erased her, didn't mention didn't the mention event he was he at, was, and just is like, hashtag BT Weekend. Got to host this great panel at BT Weekend. This wasn't a BT Weekend panel. You yeah, were at this black woman's event. Yes. You were there that for, had nothing to do with BT. had nothing to do with that it just and happened to happen on the same weekend you didn't even have the courtesy LA. of acknowledging this black woman's event that you were at yeah you know what i'm saying like there's erasure and then there's like totally rewriting the story and he did all of that yes shit. All of um it. the thing about it's still it on site yeah, still on site. But the thing about it, that was our homegirl at the time. She yeah. told us that happened. I looked at the Instagram. I was like, wow, this is fucked up. I'll take note. I take note. Mm-hmm. So I've made a note of this now mentally in my head. Yeah. And if this ever comes up, like, and, and we actually talked about it on the podcast, but we did not mention that it was him who did yeah. it because we're like, okay, this is a nigga. We know what niggas do. This is a nigga that we have a decent relationship with. That's fucked up. You, so you. I'm alert. Me, thank you. I don't right. so have I'm, anything with him. I'm on alert at the time. Right. So I'm on alert. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I, what I feel like I should have done yeah. was on that post or if I felt like texting him being like, yo, what's up with this? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Instead of I didn't want to seem like, I don't know what's happening because, here. And you want to know why? It's yeah. Because when it comes to us in podcasting, because we speak up for ourselves so much, mm-hmm. we're like, we call ourselves the podcast bitches. Right. right? So it's like. People already think, people think we're fucking bitches. People think we're difficult to work with. And it's like, no, I'm just asserting myself. And you're going to fucking treat me like a fucking person. Right. That's all that is. Right. You're not going to erase me. You know, mm-hmm. like all of that stuff. You're not going to be at my event and not acknowledge me. Like, mm-hmm. that's what you're not going to do. Right. Um, Which people do all the time. All the time. Mm-hmm. And that's why I be paying them dust. Mm-hmm. But because I pay them dust, now I'm the bitch. Right. Now I'm the problem. Mm-hmm. But you at my whole ass event and you acting like. You, you know what mm-hmm, I mean, like, mm-hmm. but because I react to your bullshit, now I'm the now bitch. we're bitches, yeah. and, and we're we're sensitive and we're angry and all that stuff. So because you have to think about that stuff a lot in my own spaces and, all the time, <laughs> right? When it's something that's like adjacent to me, yeah. but it's not happening to me, I'm less reluctant to mm-hmm. go on to go on like attack exactly. and be like, "Yo, what's your problem?" But that's that, and that's something that I see with when a, a lot of those black women in those DMs that were talking to her, mm-hmm. like they are women who speak out for these things all the other time, and I feel like a lot of times they're trying to balance 
whether they're mm-hmm. perceived as angry black women or not, because in so much of their public work, they're already considered that, the angry black yeah. woman, the person who's um, hates black men, hates black blah, men blah, or whatever. And shit, so I yeah. feel like they try and balance it by not always speaking out in times when they should speak out. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like when we saw that shit happen on yeah. social, I should have either text him directly or commented on that Instagram because I know what's happening here. I know the truth. And mm-hmm. I'm watching you do this and me not involving myself is participating in this erasure. Of this and if woman. black women don't speak up for black women, nobody will. And yeah. she she spoke up for herself, which is another reason why I might have claimed at the time that I didn't feel the need to insert myself. Uh-huh. But I could say the same thing if she didn't speak up. Oh, well, she didn't say anything. So I didn't want to say anything. Whatever the case yeah, may be, we saw yeah. we saw a black man erasing somebody and we didn't say shit about yep. it until it happened to us. And mm-hmm. that's not okay. Mm-hmm. The same thing happened for that podcast that he was on where he sat there on that podcast. There was a black woman. It was her turn to speak. speak. She They were going around and talking about, oh, what, are you, what podcast are you checking for? Everybody went around. It was her turn. She started to talk about Tea with Queen and Jay. And before she could finish her sentence, he's like, oh, yeah, Tea with Queen and Jay, you know, I call, I'm so glad to watch their growth. And I text Jay to give her some thug motivation and all this shit or whatever. When it was two, it was two black men on that podcast that watched him interrupt her. When he was done talking, they didn't say, Hey, can you go ahead and finish what you were saying? Mm -hmm. They didn't, they didn't stop him while he was talking. They all sat there and they watched it happen and they knew it was wrong when it happened. They knew what he said was whack and nobody addressed that shit. It was never addressed. And so we need to, in every moment when we see that shit happening, we need to take it seriously and we need to not be afraid of putting ourselves in a position to be perceived as angry black women. Cause niggas already think that about us. They think that's why I lean into that shit. Yeah. They're going to think that shit about me anyway. People always thought I, people, there's people who never even heard me talk and it's like oh my god i thought you'd be a bitch and i'm like how do you think that just from looking at me mm, like because i could that skin. and that's but yeah. that but it could be that but like that's when i learned i don't have to do anything and right. i'm gonna be that bitch mm-hmm. so you know what mm-hmm. if i have to be i'm gonna be that bitch yeah like don't disrespect me don't do those things because mm-hmm. i'm like i don't care because right. i can be nice and i'm still gonna be that bitch so you know like that's why i don't really mm-hmm. Fuck all of that shit. Nope. I'm going to be that bitch. You and I, I want anyway. us to start doing that for each other. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. all of those exchanges they had were, oh, yeah, no, I believe it. Yeah, no, I got that vibe from him. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's come a long way. Da-da-da-da, whatever, 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 whatever. But then you kiki with him on social. Then you I hate are not when as I see supportive that. in public. I really hate when I see that, when I see people... When I see people kind of like, I guess in in real life conversations, kind of like not fucking with somebody or not like knowing that whatever somebody else represents is not on the same wave of whatever they do or what they represent. Mm -hmm. And then like when it comes to the public spaces or the online spaces, then it's like you're laughing with them. You're the, it's just like, like I don't understand that and it could be because I'm a Virgo and we're, we have extremes. It's either all or nothing. It's mm-hmm. either I fucks with you or I don't fuck with you. Like I don't really have mm-hmm. an in-between. So I don't, I don't understand that space. If I don't, you know, like yeah. if I, if our energies don't mix and we don't vibe like that, it doesn't even mean I don't like you. It just means that mm-hmm. I know that you're not one of my peoples right. and that's fine. We can be in the same space. We could do all of that. Mm-hmm. I can, it's not required that everyone around me likes me and enjoys my company. 
And I don't require that of other people either. And that's fine, you mm-hmm. know? So it's just, I don't know, it's just always weird when I see that. And then as we get more and more, I guess, popular with this podcast and I see it more because people are trying to, like, network, I guess, or, like, Nigga. try to gain space. And, it's like, weird. You literally would not say anything to me you last week. You met us before. You know you how many times? Us. You know how many you times? I, make eye and I know I changed us. my hair a lot. But, we but if a motherfucker acts like women. you don't remember me from the last time you saw me, from yeah. the last time you saw me, like y'all, like it's don't it don't make no sense. Remember that first time that we met and you didn't make eye contact with us, but then next time you was like, "Oh my god, I'm best friend." Yeah, but like we remember that. I don't. I know. <laughs> I know you didn't look at us on purpose, but like I was there for that, and I, I'm watching you now, and you're. Trying to, I don't know, it's, tell the world it's, it's that that's a, not how you move, and I was there. Yeah, or like when we have people who, who have been at our whole last event, and then they see us somewhere else in a different room. You introduce a year later, and it's like, it's, it's like, <laughs> nigga, I met you. I met you. You were at my yeah, we, nigga. We we've exchanged emails. <laughs> like we we did an event together, and, and I'll never work with you again. Don't introduce yourself <laughs> to me. I I was there. I remember. It's so weird. I don't know. This this whole thing is weird. It's so weird. The fact. Sorry. It's so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. Yeah. Why are niggas weird. so ridiculous? I don't know. All um, right. Um. But yeah, stop being ridiculous. And I wanted to, we know that there are um black women that buy into the patriarchy and don't support us anyway. Like that time when I was at Comic-Con and a whole black woman in my industry watched me be abused yo. and act like she didn't see it until she went to repeat the story. But the then whole I guess, story to another the person. Whole, I guess I was oh, supposed so you to. Saw that. Yeah. Oh, so, oh, so you saw it. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. So my point is we know that people do that. I know that's not, that's, I'm not surprised that that particular person did that because of how they, they move. Too, yeah. But there are, there are other black women who I know would not see me publicly being abused and not say something, mm-hmm. but those same people might be the type who in this situation will quietly co-sign some shit and publicly still kiki with this person or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. so I'm specifically talking to um, black feminist Twitter, other women, womanists like ourselves yeah. and shit who are trying to, trying to find balance between the shit that we do in our work, the shit that we stand up to and stand up for ourselves in real life and then how we show up and support each other. So I just want to make sure that we're taking a bit more of a risk, like taking that, take that leap and support. You know she's not lying. Whatever happened to another black woman, however yeah. she was being erased, abused, gaslit, whatever, you know she's not lying. If you fuck with this particular black man either call him out directly call him out publicly whatever the fuck is most convenient and easiest for you just just make sure that you do it don't shy away from doing that shit because it's not fair and you leave other black women out there to dry and by this by themselves and this is specifically the work that we say that we do is supporting one another we need to actively do Do it it. and it's risky it's risky you're not going to be able to get every check if you're really out here dismantling white supremacist patriarchal capitalism because that don't work like you're that. You're gonna lose some. So don't don't be afraid to be the angry black woman. You will lose a check because of it. But yeah. is you really about that shit or is you not? Yeah, and then it's like you reduce harm when you fucking talk about shit. You yeah. know what I mean? Like there's a reason why most abusers, most abusers don't just abuse once. Mm-hmm. They usually do it more than once. Mm-hmm. And they're allowed to do it more than once because no one says anything. Because they are protected. Because, like, there's a reason why fucking 
of course, including money, because R. Kelly had a lot of money. But there are reasons why people that we know have who have been abusive for years and years and mm. years and years, it is silence that helps them with that shit. It right. is fucking people telling you not to believe survivors of the thing. So mm-hmm. if you're a person who is <clears throat> not abused in that space, I think it, as an ally... Speak up for those people. That way, these people don't have to be re-traumatized every time they tell a story so motherfuckers could fucking believe that it happened. You think this woman is not traumatized having to share this story again? Yeah. And then, like, you know, now I have, I'm going to say this so I can say it, but I know that I have to delete my Twitter and walk away because it's going to be other shit. And I'm, I'm going to be harassed. Right. And, I'm not, and I'm not safe. And it's going to be fall back mm-hmm. because I'm saying what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So there's ways for that yeah. conversations to come out so this person doesn't have to relive all this shit again, rehash all this shit again, and then be abused a fucking again. Yeah. Something that she said was, I'm not safe in my own Twitter community. Like yeah. she has a community. She meant she made sure to say she has a community of people who fuck with her and all that stuff yeah. where she feels safe and stuff, but she's not safe within what would be called her Twitter community. And mm-hmm. that's not cool. Yeah, Cause if it's, it's other, it was, it was black feminists, popular black feminists in her Twitter community who could have and should have spoke up for her. Yeah. And I just want to challenge all of us, uh, allegedly woke niggas to, put ourselves on the line for one another black women in particular put ourselves on the line for each other mm. um because you know when something is truthful you know when something is honest yeah. and we be trying to trying to rest on well i didn't see it trying to rest on that shit when you just told the whole black woman yeah i know actually i seen that before whatever like yeah trust the vibes and take the risk i know this is um something else that came to light for me with this was that like I do, I've created friendships on Twitter mm-hmm. I've created like little communities to myself on Twitter I did not know how like deep mm-hmm. that went I didn't like to the point where like I've, I know people's nudes get like shown on Twitter and shit like that but like I don't know I just didn't know that like I know the power of online spaces I know mm-hmm. the power of online communities but I didn't know that you can be like and a community you built, and then like, I didn't know that people mimicked high school and online spaces because mm. usually people create online spaces to escape the fucking real life bullshit. Right. So you come to this online space to create community to find people who fuck with you to find like safety, mm. and then you're fucking violent and vow in that shit. Like, what the fuck is wrong with y'all, motherfuckers? You, you know what's wrong with that. Like, right? but wait, but wait. You said it. You I, said the answer was in the question. <laughs> you you want me to say yeah, it? Yeah, say it. The answer is in the question. So niggas come to Twitter to be who they wasn't in high school. I don't understand. You looked at that toe face and you said. <laughs> You know that that nigga he was pretending to be online. Yeah. You know who he was in yeah. high school. Yeah. You know who these niggas were. When I was seeing these the pictures of these men, <laughs> and you know I'm not one to body shame, and I've I've fucked all type of dudes, and I loved all type of I dudes. I keep mine small and rambunctious. Yes, we know, and that ain't my type. But right, but when, oh, okay, all right, <laughs> she's here doing the shoulders. But anyway, when I was looking at some of the pictures of these people, it's like okay, you you clearly were not fucked with in high school. Like nobody gave a shit about yeah. what you had to say. Nobody was like, looking you in your direction. You clearly wore the Tims without the the fucking. You wore the Tims the, without the the brown rubber yeah, on the you, back. You wore black ups with, with mad creases leather. in it. You know, yep. like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. you, your strings got stolen on your jam sport when you. Yeah. You know, like just like yeah, you wore the off brand stuff. 
You didn't have Clocks. You had some other type of shoe. I don't know. It's weird. Lugs. You wore lugs. You wore lugs, yo. Long after Funk Flex was wearing lugs. So, yeah, I don't, for me, I can't grasp that mm. I live in this fuck shit ass world yeah. already. That tells me not to exist. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to go in an online space where I, me personally, I use online spaces to escape that shit, yeah. create my own world, and live in that shit, mm-hmm. curate it to how I want to be, where in my world it looks like everybody thinks the way I think. Right. Yes, <laughs> this, is shit, this is shit I would never see. You know? Like, oh, you still yeah. see tweets from this nigga? You know, I have people, so many people muted that I don't even follow. I block that nigga. Because I don't even want to see your stuff retweeted in my timeline from somebody else. I you know how many tweets I see where I can't see what the fuck people are saying? Because yeah. I got so many motherfuckers muted. Yes. Sometimes I look, I don't I'm like, see your dumb did thoughts? I block this person or did they block me? Whatever it is, it's fine. But I cannot follow this conversation. I'm tagging the tweet. I'm like, I don't know what it I, says. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> so one of us blocked the other. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know, know what's know. happening here. I don't know. You know, so I, I, that's the part that really, but really, it's really the, escapes And it's me. what it's what we've said on this podcast before is that it's some people who want to be the oppressor. And so they... They don't want to be free. They just want to be the next oppressor. They want to be the next oppressor. They want to be the one at the top yep. of the shits. Because white supremacist patriarchal capitalism requires that somebody be on the bottom. They just want to be on the top of that yeah. shit. They don't want to get rid of it. They just want to be on, on the top, top. of it. Yep. Unless the the unless conversations surrounding getting rid of it become popular, and then they'll do it for clout. Do anything for clout. Um, do anything for clout. Damn. That's all I know. That's okay. Cool. Thanks. I think we did a podcast. I think we did a podcast. We did an episode. Wherever you're listening to us, please be sure to subscribe. Be sure to like. Be sure to rate. We appreciate your ratings on Apple Podcasts, um, and Castbox, on Stitcher, and wherever else you put ratings and comments about us we appreciate all your soundcloud comments thank you so much we really do appreciate that shit it means a lot and it is helpful to spreading the word about this podcast poor kid be sure to follow us on all the social medias. We're on Twitter and Instagram at T with QJ. We are on Facebook and Tumblr T with Queen and J. You can check out our website T with Queen and J dot com and you can send us your t-mail at T with Queen and J at gmail dot com and give us your money yo we want to um buy some newer mics some like better yeah for sound and shit mm-hmm. like that we want to buy new mics these mics is racist that's right we want to buy new mics we need money to travel to um the queer walk retreat, retreat. right we need like our travel money and our lodging money and we have another project in the works that we could use some financial support for and we have some special proje- projects coming up. So as always, your support is helpful. Yes, yes. It's needed. Oh, and also if if you're hiring, like you could hire me to do something. Yeah, like Jay knows how to do mad podcast shit. I know how to do podcast stuff. I know how to do social media stuff. I can consult you social on your artistic projects. Yes, she's yes. A, she's a creative director. Basically. I can do credibility consulting and shit like that. So mm-hmm. how at the kid, yo? Let me know. Give me money to do some things. Word. Um, you have anything? Your event? Yes, be sure to come to Bad Bitch Affirmation Workshop, April, not April, August 16th at 5.30 p.m. at Cafe Con Libros. The link is in the show notes. Donation, RSVP, pick your price that you want. And um, I can't wait to see y'all. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see y'all either. Hashtags, yeah? Yes, yes. All right. Hashtags, say her name, stop killing trans women. Black Lives Matter. Disability to white. All Black Lives Matter. Film this. Spoonie chat. Chronic love. Mm-hmm. Inner whole uprising. 
tea with QJ, potting, potting color, potting live NYC, Black Panther so lit. Yes, bitch. Bag ladies, unpack BG, queer walk, queer walk pod, sexually liberated woman, mixed vixen, Marsha's plate, Vagistine, carefree black girl. I'm just naming all of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like it. I fucks with it. This podcast was created, hosted, and produced by a black girl named Naima and a black girl named Janicia with production support from a black person named Ameka. Tea with Queen and Jay. We turn up responsibly. Ew. Ew. Um, Titus, we got a text from Danielle T. Uh, wanting to know the funniest or craziest thing Eddie Murphy's done on set of your new movie. How cool that you're, you're making a movie, a movie with I Eddie. did a movie with Eddie Murphy. Wow. It's called uh, My Name is Dolomite. It comes out in the fall. Oh. That's yes. awesome. It is awesome. Yeah. We just got into the uh, Toronto uh, International Film Festival. Wow. Yeah. Was he um, cool to work with? He was I mean, wonderful to work with. He is a brilliant man, and I'm so excited that uh, for all the people who, younger generations who do not know Eddie Murphy, yes. will learn why he is a legend that he is. Did you get to chat with him at all? Because he was very... Of course I did. Why was, wouldn't I? Yeah, of course. <laughs> well, no, I just wonder if you got close at all because he was very problematic for the gays at one point when I was coming Oh, up. I see. So he I wasn't just... problematic for Titus. Good. Um, and uh, we had a wonderful time. And we yeah, it was. talked good. about Dreamgirls and, and oh, good. he should have won the Oscar, I believe. Yes. So uh, he was great. And any troubles he may have had with gay people, I guess they're gone because he loved me. Good. <laughs> Very good. It's game time, everybody. Lilius White is such an impressive vocalist. What, what, what are you saying, Titus? Keep going, girl. Do oh, your okay. show. Such an impressive vocalist that tonight I wanted a challenge. 